Thank you for welcoming us onto your headphones. I'm Eddie. And I'm Chema, reviewing Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. This, this is the, is the rollback. Wait, what show are we doing? Hello, ladies and nerds. Hello, nerds <laughs> and ladies. Hey! Welcome. Oh my god, I forgot that old intro. <laughs> okay, um... So we're doing a little bit of a retrospective here, talking about uh, uh, the the Zack Snyder verse before c- coming into before um, Batman versus Superman, and this is the first time that we're gonna do a review or like a discussion on a movie that we previously did do a discussion in the FBA. So this is this is gonna be like a little bit of deja vu. I think our hair looked about the same. I think you had no facial hair, and yeah. I don't know. That was like 40 pounds ago for me. Um, so. Congratulations, by the way. You look great. Thank all you. The, all all damn running and all that walking. Thank you. I did it on purpose. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like we're, we're, we're going to get into the movie, but like I, I lost like all this weight and then I posted like this before and after picture on my social media and I was so disappointed because I posted that and I did not get a single slide into my DMs, like not a single one. And I felt offended, like n- not even like one, like <laughs> AO, like not even, you know, maybe it was horrible. Maybe they're just offended by your good looks and they didn't want, they didn't want to take the chance to be rejected by you. If uh, you know what, I'm very easy to reach. I don't know how I did it. So uh, let's talk about Batman versus Superman. Wait, can I bring up? Can I bring up what uh, what Instagram post real quick about you? Sure. Do you remember you posted that one where was, where you were dropping all this all this weight, and I was like, "Congrats!" And then you said, "Yeah, but now I'm scared you're going to become a douche." And I'm like, "Don't yes. worry, you're ugly. I will keep you humble." <laughs> yes. Because that's what because that's what heroes do. That's what friends do. And that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, speaking of being single, let's talk about Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, directed by Zack Snyder, that came out in 2016. Justice or revenge? Fearing the actions of a godlike superhero left unchecked, Gotham, City, Gotham City's own formidable, forceful vigilante takes on Metropolis' most revered modern-day savior. While the world wrestles with what sort of hero it really needs, and with Batman and Superman at war with one another, a new threat quickly arises, putting mankind in greater danger than it's ever known before. So this is uh, a little synopsis that makes the movie sound way more exciting than it actually is. So um, revisiting Batman vs. Superman five years later, how do we feel? Did, did you rewatch it, or is this just are you just doing this from memory? Uh, I did rewatch it. I mean, if I'm gonna be honest with you, I could have just done it from memory because I've seen it that many times. Uh, but I feel better prepared now to defend it. If I'm being honest with you, I'm like, well, no, man. Like this was the intention. They fucking spell it out in the movie. Like if it's there if you want it. If you don't want to see it, then, uh, eat a dick. Uh, but no, um, I rewatched it, but. I get it. it was nothing new for me. It was like, oh yeah, I remember this part. Oh yeah, this part. Ugh, this part. Fuck that guy. That part. Yeah. Um, this was very interesting to rewatch this and Man of Steel back to back because it made me be more aware of the Snyderisms and things that I haven't noticed because I haven't touched these films in like five years. So, you know, and and Man of Steel since it came out, which was in twenty thirteen. Yeah. 
yeah so this one is the one that took a while i mean three years for a pseudo sequel it's kind of interesting i think uh, definitely a challenge definitely something uh that there is the the attempt itself i think must be respected and congratulations are in order for uh mr snyder for you know doing the attempt and doing the uh the the try the, the, the trying to tell this story and trying to tell it differently. I think congratulations are in order. Well, you However, know, I, <laughs> well, I remember the hype for the movie. I remember when uh, you were so hyped. I remember. Well, not just yeah. that. Like I remember, like when the just the teaser came out. Uh, it, when it was leaked early and it just showed you know Batman in like his armor. It wasn't even Ben Affleck, I think, or maybe they had already announced it. But it was it was Batman in his armor. Yeah. And then you see Superman standing up in the air, like in the raining. And he hits the floor, and then you hear the 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 do line. You, bleed, you, know, you do you bleed? Tell me something. Do you bleed? You will. It's like, yeah. oh man, that got everyone's juices going. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Do you remember the controversy that this movie caused? Like, this was the originator for uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, reviews coming out and people were like no no they're being no Disney's paying them to criticize them it's Disney's fault like do you remember that do you remember that discourse it was horrible it was the saddest most pathetic (laughs) thing ever god I can't believe it's been five years from that it's it's damn yeah it uh this movie made me go you know what fuck the critics I'm just gonna go watch the movie he says as he criticizes all the films yeah, <laughs> he said uh, as he hosted his podcast where he talked about movies. God, um, yeah. but no, yeah, this was the I think the first film, which is funny because um, did you watch like the 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 theatrical cut or the ultimate edition? The the theatrical cut. You watched the theatrical cut? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, so we're gonna be on two different pages here. Well, I guess we, that gives us two different uh, perspectives then, because. Uh, uh, funny enough, you know, a lot of critics uh, that reviewed the movie a second time around after the Ultimate Edition got released on DVD all said the same thing. The Ultimate Edition does such just such a better job of telling the story. If they had released the Ultimate Edition, they probably would not have been skewered anywhere near as badly. They would have had more showings and probably broken that billion dollar mark. I remember in the weeks following, I was checking that thing almost daily like, when are they going to break a billion? Because at the time, breaking a billion never, was still kind of a feat. It never did. Yeah. I mean, if you're not Disney, yes, it is a feat. Um, if, you're, if you're not from the house of the evil mouse, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a big feat. Yeah. Um, there's this... Uh, so I, I haven't seen the ultimate cut. I, I, I know that the only things that I know it, the cut adds is more Clark Kent, not Superman, more Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently there's like a really nice scene with like him calling his mom and just being like, Hey, I just wanted to talk to you. I just needed to talk to you. And apparently Jenna Malone is there and that's all I know. Is that, and also the theatrical cut, um, is like sliced together by a different company. That's not Zack Snyder. So it, the story is a bit clunky and out of order and the pacing, like there's a lot of issues. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there aren't pacing issues in the Snyder version in the in the Ultimate Edition, but it's paced a lot more thoroughly. Like that weird scene with uh, Lois and the Bullet, that scene is placed at a completely different spot that makes sense with the general versus you know, the movie. Yeah. Um, so no. So yeah, watching the two editions, you're gonna get two different experiences. Um, 
and most critics like the Ultimate Edition because mm-hmm. it's the original way Zack Snyder wanted the story to be told, but also it has everything in proper order and it has a better setup. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we can start with when it comes to the Ultimate Edition is shit. Even the opening scene, which I don't think we're gonna go over this movie in order, but fucking we can just shoot it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening scene with uh, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, it's explained a lot more, you know, how they frame it, like, oh, Superman, you know, killed all these guys, used his laser vision and did all this, this, and this. And if you watch the normal version, it's like, <clears throat> why the fuck are they framing Superman? That makes no sense. Like, what do they mean he used his laser vision? Nothing happened. In the Ultimate Edition, you see them actually using a flamethrower and setting fire to the bodies. Like, they're actively trying to frame Superman for doing shit. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Totally. Um, this, uh, I, I highly, after rewatching this, I, I'll tell you this. I highly prefer this one over Man of Steel. This is, uh, I am more willing to rewatch this than to rewatch that. Um, I felt kinder towards it this time. I feel like the, when I, when we, when I first watched it, I watched it with you in theaters. I, I, yeah. I really remember that. I think it was like your second or third time watching it, though. That was probably and, the second time. I went the third time by myself just to like really like, I'm not biased. Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember watching it and thinking, one, I think it's too bloated. I think it's I think it's trying too many things. Okay. And I, and I don't think it should. I, I think Bad Numbers of Superman is already enough. But the fact that they're trying to, you know, be the dawn of justice to start the Justice League. Um, introduce Wonder Woman, introduce um, Lex Luthor, introduce Doomsday, introduce uh, Jimmy Olsen, introduce like, uh, well, you know, he's introduced and killed off pretty quickly. Um, I think it's trying to be too much when the conflict between these two was already enough. And because of that, the film feels a little bloated. Um, Henry Cavill is not as, I don't think given enough to do in this one as he was in Man of Steel. Even in Man of Steel, I didn't think they gave him that much to do, but I think they gave him less in this. Uh, I, I mentioned this in the, in the Justice League review, but it feels like the entire film is just him watching TVs and just going like, ah, they don't like me. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's him the entire film. Um, ben Affleck as Batman, I know he's been endlessly criticized for playing Batman. I think he is perfect as Bruce Wayne. I think he looks the part. I think he, when, when, when he's just there and he's wearing like one of those like shirts with like the vests and like, he's got like the, the, the roll sleeves and he he's looking at the screen and you see like the hair and the chin and you're like, that's animated series, Ben Affleck, like animated series, uh, Kevin Conroy, Batman, like that's what he looks like. Yeah. So, and Snyder, I, 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 I'll always give him credit for this. Visually, he's, can be a very interesting director and i think the way that he frames affleck as as, as bruce wayne is flawless i think uh, the, here and it's, and it's also in justice league he looks amazing as as uh bruce wayne i think there's no doubt in my mind that that's like bruce house yeah uh which is very interesting because if you watch the movie um gone girl uh he got cast as batman like halfway through filming that so if you watch the movie, it starts with him like a little like skinnier, and then halfway through the movie, he just shows up like buff. <laughs> yeah, buff. And like there's no I found the gym, guys. Yeah, and there's like no explanation. Um, yeah, I think he's great as 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 Bruce Wayne. 
uh, as Batman, I think he should have like a little bit more motivation. I think there's not enough. I think he's just like, I'm Batman. And we're like, totally. Um, like, sure. But I don't, I don't believe it that much as Batman. I, I find, I found him to be like a little whiny and a little bit as, as like i feel like the reason why he wants to fight superman should be more than than oh he represents a threat like i think he should be a little bit more than that and i i i, I don't think the opening sequence where he's you know chasing around uh, and saving this little girl and, and seeing his building fall down i don't think that's enough motivation i think it should be like a little bit more than that and the movie does a fine job in explaining to us like why and I don't think it's the movie's fault there, but I do think that the movie would have benefited from giving a little bit more motivation, more a little bit more direct vocal motivation to Bruce Wayne as to why he's chasing him. Because if he's after him, I think he should. If if he's five steps ahead of him, I think he should be ten steps ahead of Lex Luthor. And I don't think he is, mm-hmm. and that's worrisome for me. Well, I mean, no, I think his judgment was clouded because of this in- incredible incident, this terrible incident. You know. Um... I'm not sure if it says in the theatrical uh, cut, but in the ultimate edition, the little girl says, you know, he asked her, hey, where was your mommy? Like, you know, where are your parents? And she said they were in that building. Mm-hmm. And he holds her and it's like, she just got uh, Bruce Wayne. You yeah. know, she just got, you know, and, and Superman is Joe Chill. You know, her yeah. she is now an orphan. This poor little girl, through no fault of her own, is now an orphan. And he blames Superman. Like, you know, yeah. and that's, that's as clear motivation as you're ever going to fucking get. You know, and and that comes up later on. You know, during the scene, which I know we're going to talk about, we're going to go back and forth on it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, but no, I th- Martha. Like, is that is that it? Because I feel like here's oh, the thing. we're going to talk about that. Okay, I will, I will. I will let you continue, and I, I, because I, I need to address this right now. <laughs> I feel I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told you on the on the Man of Steel review. We are better than this. Are I'm we though? Make, yes. I'm not going to make any Martha jokes. I'm not going to, because I don't, those, those are five years old. I'm not going to make Martha jokes. Okay. But it's still kind of a stupid reason to stop fighting. I will say that. I will, again, we will get into it. We'll, we'll get, get to that. There, but, we'll get to uh, that yeah. but no, I think his motivation was set. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, I've been Batmaning for 20 years. I've tried to save lives and literally I probably as many lives as I've saved in 20 years. This son of a bitch comes in fucks up the whole city the, the body count has to be at least ten thousand. if like that's the low end that's lowballing it mm-hmm. um also i like how this film uh, a lot of people complained about man of steel and all the destruction that superman caused in the city and this film directly tries to address it you know congress is like hey we need to ring this motherfucker in mm-hmm. um, yeah which i thought was they interesting get- yeah, they get uh they get this congresswoman who's played by uh, the mom from The Incredibles, and she's uh, and she's like, uh, what is happening? Why are they doing this? And then she's the one that's, 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 that's trying to bring peace and everything, and she gets blown up. So, um, not a lot. Uh, moving on from there, I like how they kind of build her to be like a character, and that they just fucking killed her. Um, I need to talk about two performances that one that I love and one that I didn't like. The one that I love is uh, Alfred. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons as Alfred might be like the most perfect casting <laughs> in this movie. Like, I don't know who came up with this, but fuck, Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I was like sarcastic ass Alfred. <laughs> 
I love him. Like, give me a spinoff of him. Like, to <laughs> me, that's like the performance that works. Like, I mentioned this in the in the Justice League review, and I'll mention it here again. But he is exactly the Alfred that I wanted to see. Um, he's not even like a big like a part that should matter, but he makes the the role just work so well with him that uh, shit. I hope even if they recast everyone, I hope he stays. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Eisenberg as, as uh, Lex Luthor Jr. hurt me. There's a, again, you know, credits to Snyder, he wants to do something different. And, and Eisenberg has proven that he can be a, a fantastic actor. This is the wrong role and this is the wrong performance to be giving. I don't think, I didn't find him scary. I found him annoying. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's spewing off this uh, end of the world uh, the end is the end is nigh. Bullshit that I don't know. The whole the the whole party scene when like he's right in the middle of the, the two of them. I was waiting for the two of them to just like suck him, and so that they could just like keep their long hard staring contest going. Like that would have kept the tension because Jesus, it was just very uncomfortable. It was very cringy to watch. Well, I, I don't know. See, here's the thing. Um, we've only had this is only what the second live action movie Lex Luthor that we've ever had, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry, third. The first two Lex Luthers were bald and had uh, their evil plan was about real estate. I'm cool with the fact that this Lex Luthor had a completely different uh plot that didn't revolve around real estate or New California or a new island made of kryptonite. He this guy was his own villain. Um, now in addition to that. I like that we got this manic, you know, uh, socially awkward uh, Lex Luthor who like goes off on tangents. Like he is not all there mentally. And his motivations are kind of clear as day. He spells them out directly in that party scene. And again, later on with Superman, uh, he hates Superman, you know, not for the destruction he caused, but because he's God. And he makes it very clear when he was younger, he suffered some abuse at the hands of his father. And he always blamed God because he never saved him. Now he has a physical manifestation of God he can take out all that anger on. All right, I need a punching bag. I've needed a punching bag, and you're my target. You know, it. I his motivations were clear. And the thing is, it's part of, a, throughout this whole movie, Zack Snyder does a decent job of, he literally spoon feeds a lot of his character's uh, motivations plain as day to people, you know. Even in the trailer, you know, uh, Batman says, if there's even a 1% chance that he's a threat, we have to take that with an absolute certainty because this man is a God and he changes the game. We don't know him. Like, and the thing is they have actually a pretty good sequence that I enjoy of, of him saving people spot to spot, to spot, to spot, to spot, you know, saving a girl from a warehouse that's about to be burned down. She's about to die. Fucking there's a flood and he's just saving people. You know, they put out his symbol, not SOS. Hey, Superman, can you fucking save us please? And thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, trying to build him up as as a savior, as quite literally an actual god, um, and fucking Jesse Eisenberg wants to take him out. He yeah. needs he needs something to 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 beat out his aggression on. He's got some daddy issues he's got to work through. Something that I noticed rewatching this and rewatching Man of Steel is that there's something there's a Snyderism that I hadn't noticed until now, and it's a it's how. I don't feel like scene by scene the movie this movie's gel very well 
what I'm seeing is that I feel like I'm watching like scenes from a play. Like every time my scene ends, I kind of feel like I'm watching all the characters. I like go on backstage, change clothes, and I like come out and do something different. It doesn't feel like I'm watching like a natural progression of story. And that was breaking the immersion for me. It was taking me out of the of the attention that I was paying to the film because I just felt like, okay, this thing is going to end and then we're going to move it to another. Sorry. And then we're, we're going to move it to another. And what what's the goal here? What are we going for? This movie's two and a half hours long. Yes. Um, I think so. Or two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and two and a half. The ultimate edition is about 30 minutes. Three I yeah, mean, about the, thirty, about three hours. Three hours, yeah. Um, no, there's a. I kind of wish I got to see the characters like talk a little bit more, you know, which is weird because this movie contains like more dialogue than fights, but we see Lex talk, we see the congresswoman talk, we see like um uh, lois lane talk we've got very little dialogue from superman and we and most of uh most of batman's dialogue is with alfred so when they finally fight it's like well they don't even know each other and sure they're fighting and also something else that i noticed that i also don't like about snyder is i don't like his action i don't think the action is very good like you know how I, I think we as an audience got swept up in the moment when we finally saw Batman vs. Superman fighting that we were like, hey, that fight scene was amazing. It was pretty short, but it was great. Rewatching it, I had to rewatch it a couple times just so I can like get everything in. It's really slow and not even as slow in a dramatic way. I didn't feel like I was there. And I don't know if it's like the immersion. I, I don't know if it's the fact that I already knew what to expect, but I am. I feel like when I'm rewatching this film... I'm trying to, I'm putting the ball in their court. I'm like, wow me, you know? Um, I will take it for what it is, not for what it isn't. I'm trying to keep an open mind. But again, it just, it never clicks for me. I want to, I want it to click. And I, I can understand that some things are very well done. Some performances are really good. Some things are subtle. Some things are spoon fed and all of it is fine. This movie is a passable product. Okay. If I was a teacher and I would score this, I would give it a passing grade, but it's not a wow. It's not a, it's not an A plus. And I want it to be an A plus because everything about it can work, but maybe, and, and, and this is not the Marvel fan in me talking. This is not like the, the, the critic in me talking. I'm an, I'm a casual audience member. I'm not even, I'm not even like a, I would consider myself a good critic. Like, I, like if, if you go back, most of my reviews are, are just me going, this shit works. Like, that's it. That's, yeah. that's my entire shtick. <laughs> but this for me does not work, man. And I want it to work because I know it can, you have this jar of Miyazaki, like of this wonderful lore that you can exploit to your heart's content. And I don't feel they're taking advantage of it. I feel like, you know, and, and it's not the dark mood. It's just something about this just is, does not gel well, you know? Think wow. about, sorry, this will be the last time that, 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 that I interrupt you. Think about John Wick, okay? What is the budget for the first John Wick? Maybe 30 it's million, like, if that much. Let's see, John Wick uh, budget. 
it was um okay for the third one it says 75 million but uh 20 30 million was was for the first one let's think about this batman is a very simple uh character he does he does not require like big explosions or anything he needs to be the whole his whole shtick is that he's subtle and that he's a detective you can do something like a movie about him for like 20 30 million dollars okay um the budget for this was has to be over 200 million um 250 million yes let's say 30 million here does superman require 220 million to make i just don't feel like if if you have all this money and you can make it look amazing i don't see how you're not you know that's my big thing with this film and i can understand that you know maybe it's not for me but i rewatched this wanting to like to, to to be like okay every good thing that i see i'm going to uh, i'm i'm going to you know latch onto it and 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 be there but sometimes things don't gel i don't have chemistry with this with this director i don't have chemistry with this movie mm-hmm. and i can't and, and i can't force that you know no um i i can understand that it's just uh Shit, I don't know. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know where else to go from there. I mean, like that fight scene when they were fighting on top of the warehouse, I enjoyed it, you know. And there were a lot of callbacks to the original The Dark Knight uh, Returns uh, comic, totally. you know, totally. from the sonic boom that you know, just to fuck with Superman to the cannons, him trying to slow him down. Um, and Batman can't go hand to hand combat with Superman unless he has some theatrics involved, you know, he has to hit him with the kryptonite uh, round, he has to hit him with the kryptonite uh, smoke bombs. To humanize Superman to lower, bring down his power level enough for him to be able to contest with him, and he can't even go hand to hand with him. He needs his Iron Man suit, you know, mm-hmm. to try and take on Superman and put him down. Which it's a good fight to me, at least. It's a good fight. He literally hits him with a fucking kitchen sink at one point. Um, yeah, I love the scene where and bear in mind, Superman's trying to t- talk to him and be like, "Hey, the son of a bitch has my mom. Can we work together?" Even through, even though. Uh, Batman's beating the living shit out of him. He's still trying to talk to him and trying to like convince him, hey, can we slow the fuck down here? Um, some people argue that, oh, he should have done a better job at the very beginning of trying to talk to him. Yeah, you wouldn't get a little pissed off with someone using some kind of sonic bomb on you trying to slow you down. At some point, I'm going to start to get angry. Um, but, 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 but Eddie, he's better than us. He's the, he's the no, son of that. God. Everyone's, everyone's been shit. The... No, no, no. Everyone's been shit talking him for weeks. Fucking, they blame him for the Congress deaths. He didn't see the bomb. People are blaming him for these deaths, these deaths. He's been saving people. You know what? I got some fucking aggression. I am, I'm Jesus. Even Jesus threw down once in a while. Let's fucking go right now, man. You can take it. Come on. Um, <laughs> and he does. Uh, yeah. and, and they go to a toe and the fight's fucking brutal. I love, I love the scene when uh, Batman's just punching the shit out of him and slowly Superman like is getting back his strength. He's just like, bah, bah, bah. And, and, and Batman's just like, oh, fuck. Like yeah. the, the kryptonite just wore off and Superman smiles like, mm, you fucked up. You know that, right? And takes him down a couple stories. Um, I love that. Uh, there were just so many fun scenes throughout this, and this ain't even the main fight. Let's be real. This is not the main fight. This is the fight everyone paid for, but it's not. Um, I'll agree with you that the fight was too short. I wish they had dragged it out longer, but for what I got, I enjoyed it. I really fucking did. 
two cinematic legends finally going toe to toe. That they didn't even fight that well on uh, on TV whenever they went at it in the world's finest. Nah, they didn't really fight that much. Batman threw him through like a table once, and that was about it. Like in the cartoons, this fight they fucking went for it, and I loved every second of it. And we got the Batman Iron Man suit, so I will take it happily. Um, but yeah, no, this ain't even the main fight. Uh, also, I want to talk about one scene real quick because it was a scene that came up before this, but this is might be my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, and that's saying something, considering all the shit that happens. I'm a DC fanboy. Do you remember the Kevin Costner scene when they're on top of the mountain? Totally. When you... when pop when Papa Ken shows up and just tells him like, "Hey, kid, not up," and then Clark's like, "Okay," and he's like, Leave. I mean, sorta, but yeah, that scene. Uh, how did did you like that scene at all? I mean, I thought it was fine. I I, I preferred that over any other interaction they had in the previous film. Honestly, yeah, I think if I had to pick like a like a scene from that that was like kind of sentimental, I would go with that scene. I feel like it's it works well with what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just that scene like fucking resonated with me even after the movie, possibly more than the more than the fight. Um you do realize it's the exact same scene from Spider-Man 2 when on May is like there's a hero in all of us. Yeah, but like yeah, but it doesn't have dead horses in it. Okay. <laughs> no, do, right. do, 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 no, but do you remember the, the story he told Clark about, you know? Uh, the the storm came and him and his dad bust out the shovels and they dug till he collapsed or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he said like you know like I could hear those horses in my sleep like I could hear them wailing, and oh dad had like how when it stopped and he said when I met your mom, like that fucking hit me and it was like she that to me established the relationship a mom pa can't like so much harder than anything else in Man of Steel did because he even says like she's everything you know she took the pain away i'm like fuck i resonate with that i get that i can relate to that like that's that was a very to me well written scene and bear in mind that scene was done like spur of the moment they didn't even know they were going to be able to film that it just so happened kevin costner was in the city when uh, zach santa called him and said hey you want a quick little payday and we got a good scene for you um yeah that scene was supposed to be shot and then he even says like you know i miss you dad and you know, I miss you too, son. And then you see he's not there, and it's just like him, like talking. And he knows what his dad would have told told him or talked to him, or maybe it was a spirit. I don't know, but I'll fucking take it. I know a lot of people bitched about that scene. I thought, why? It's a nice little scene between father and son. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, but yeah. Um, and then what's it? What else? Lex Luthor's reasoning. He hates God. He hates his father. Batman just straight up being like, nah, man, not this. You want to go into that scene before we start talking about Doomsday? And, let's go. And wonders? Let's, let's talk about Martha. I feel like everything about the Martha scene has been said already. Every joke. Hell, even DC made fun of it when they did uh, Teen Titans go to the movies. Like, uh, they... They they actually parodied pretty well. They 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 go to the Warner Brothers lot and they see that they're filming Batman versus Superman two, and there's Batman and Superman and they're fighting. And then he goes like, it goes like Martha, and it's like, why did you say that name? It's like my name is my mom's name is Martha. My mom's name is Martha. Okay, we're cool. Wait, what's your dad's name? Some bitch. No and fucking then, yeah. Uh... And then they, 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 then they go back to fighting, which honestly is what should have happened. No, I. 
I've grown to be okay with the Martha scene, you know? Again, maybe because I've gotten older and less angry, but uh, you know what? I'm At this point, I just want to be like, you know what, Snyder? You did, you did, you tried something different, okay? The fact that I know that Batman vs Superman is gonna, are going to be two characters that are going to outlive us all, um, and another that there will be like a million new new versions. I mean, your parents grew up with with a version of of Batman and Superman. We grew up with two or three versions of Batman and Superman. Our kids are gonna are gonna grow up with four probably. Um, you know what? I'm fine. You know, they try to do something different. Cool, good for him. Was it funny and hilarious when we saw it in theaters and we all reacted the exact same way? Like, really? That's what they're gonna stop fighting. It was like it, it was like when that Pokemon movie came out, and then it was supposed to be like a new reboot, a new retelling, and then they made Pikachu talk, and we were all like, "What?" Like they 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 had like this one scene where he's like, "Pikachu, why won't you go into your Pokeball?" And Pikachu's like, "Because I want to be with you." And we were all in the theater like, "What the fuck?" You know, it was fucking. Is, is that the like CG remake remake of the Pokemon the first movie? No, it was 2D. Ugh. Yeah, mm. it was not good. Jesus, <laughs> uh, yeah. no fucking. Um, so the Martha scene, uh, seemingly that's when most critics like turned off, and we're just like, "Fuck this movie." <clears throat> tell me it's fantastic. Tell me it's amazing. Tim is well written. Tell me it deserves an Oscar. Tell me everything. No, no, no. I'm just gonna say this. Like, how the fuck could you? Could people be so turned off by a scene that? Uh, snaps Batman into it. You, you remember at the very beginning of the movie how Zack Snyder like redid the scene with you know Batman's parents being killed because you gotta have that scene in a Batman movie. Um, probably the and, best version. In my yeah, opinion. yeah. I mean, like the most artistic version, probably. Like even Zack Snyder, like when he had the hammer come back and like break the pearls. That was beautiful. I yeah. love that shot. Yeah. Um, and his father's dying words are Martha. You know. Yeah. And the thing is, when Superman says Martha, he doesn't save him because our moms have the same name, bro. It's it's because, like, Batman realizes he's Joe Chill right now. Batman yeah. is the bad guy. You know, Bruce Wayne realizes, um, it, it humanizes Superman to him. Like, this guy has a mother. You know, th- this guy has parents. Even though he's an alien, he's not of this world. His parents are. And... With his dying breath, this god who's about to be shanked uh, in the chest, yeah, hear this dying words. He doesn't say, "Oh, don't kill me," or "Please, God, please don't," or whatever. He's not begging for his life. He says, "Hey, I'm about to die. Go save her. Yeah. You know, go save the one person that matters to me. You know, go save my mother." Um, and it humanizes him, and it, and and it makes Batman realize, like, "Fuck this guy." I was wrong and I done goofed and I done goofed pretty fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, but Batman's dad killed Glenn. So how happy can we really be about him? So, you know. Hey, you know what? Maggie ain't coming back and I don't think I want her back. No, that's a lie. I would not mind her being the 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 Joker in, in the Flashpoint Paradox, but that's besides the point. Yeah. So yeah, no, this that's Mar- the Martha scene turned off a lot of people. I thought they weren't giving any credit. They were taking cheap shots, but fucking, you know what? It humanized Superman to Batman. I'll fucking take it. And it was a creative risk. And I think Zack Snyder knew he was taking a lot of risks with this movie. And he said, fuck it. If I'm going to take a few risks and I'm going to make Batman a serial killer, might as well go all the way. Uh, creative risk might be the right word to describe Snyder. But, you know, 
what what does he have to lose? Honestly, he's a white guy in the business. He's gonna keep working. Um, Dude, for fuck's sake, he he made a, a movie adaptation of The Watchmen. Like risk is in his fucking name. It's his it's his middle name. Zach taking a risk. Snyder. Who's the who are the people that adapted Watchmen for HBO for 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 the show? I don't know, but fucking God bless their souls. Okay, because you know if we're gonna call him that, let's call them that too. Um, <laughs> taking bigger risks. Yeah, here, here's the thing. I don't think, uh, I don't think call, uh, criticizing the Martha scene is a cheap shot. I think it's actually kind of well owned. I mean, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. They kind of walked into that one. Yes, it's a creative risk, but the thing with creative risk, with high risk, high reward, is that they can be high risk. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're you're risking you're risking um, the integrity and the perception of two of the most well-known characters in all of fiction you know with this with this creative risk and sure i mean cool fine you do the attempt if it doesn't work it doesn't work uh, some people thought uh some people thought that uh casting michael keaton as batman was a stupid idea because he had just played uh, beetlejuice and he did fucking amazing so you know take a risk if it works it works that's why I feel like I, I don't want to criticize things anymore. You know, I don't want to. I want to. I, I, I can tell you what I didn't like and I can tell you what I did like. Um, so, no, I don't think the Martha scene is as, you know, controversial or like as offensive as it was five years ago. I think we may. I think if, if even DC can, can take a shot at themselves uh, by making that joke, I think we're I think we're, we're way in the clear. I can understand the, 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 the motivation way more now. Um the thing that I will make fun of Snyder for, and it's it's a it's a scene that I completely forgot existed in the movie, and that I was laughing while I was rewatching it this time, uh, when they make uh, when they show uh, Bruce as a kid, and his parents die, and he's in the funeral, and he he runs, and then he falls into this hole. Remember that scene? At the start? Oh, okay, okay. And then the so, yeah. bats lift him up. Yeah, and then the bats like lift him up, and he's doing this, and it's like he's lifting up, and like the music is loud and. God, I was laughing the whole time. It was. Just, tell, like, tell me though. T- t- tell me that Zack Zimmer's score wasn't fucking amazing about this whole movie, though. No, no, no. no. Hans Zimmer's score was great in that scene, but like, I can just imagine Snyder like, like doing that scene and be like, you know, like, yes, yes, I'm a visionary. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Oh god, I laughed a lot of that sequel. Like it's this small. Can you imagine being that kid? Like, like okay, kid, you're gonna sit here. We're gonna put wires on you. We're gonna make the wires disappear. We're gonna put a bunch of bats around you, and then you're just gonna lift up. It's like, will I look cool? I'm gonna make you look as cool as a kid can look. <laughs> like, kid, you're young, Bruce Wayne. You got a future in this business, kid. I'm like, Bruce uh, Wayne. Will I play him in Gotham? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like, 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 no, just smile for the camera and, you know, remember to smile because that's what you're going to be doing conventions for the rest of your life. So, you know, chop, chop. Um, and third way comic book shop is going to bring you in because you played Bruce Wayne for a whole like 30 seconds. Yeah. Sign Good for that. Copies. Jesus. Good pretty for sure her. Pretty sure his signature would devalue the DVD that this movie is on. <laughs> it would. Um, poor kid. I, I I hope whoever that kid is, I hope he's doing fine and nobody's bullying him like they did to the kid that played Anakin in, in Star Wars. Um, we'll see about that. We'll see. Uh, only only time will tell. Let's talk about Diana. 
Yes, let's talk about Diana. Well, oh, can we talk about the scene that happens right before Diana arrives? Like before she arrives, like as Wonder Woman or as herself? As Wonder Woman. When she gets the the email or? No, no, the, the warehouse scene. Okay, yeah. So I love the fact that we didn't get year one or year two Batman. I love the fact that we got like grizzled, like 20 year veteran Batman who does not fuck around. That warehouse scene, I don't care what you say. You have to be like, oh man, the fight. And the, the ultimate edition, the unrated one, the one with all the blood and the guts is more brutal than the, than the actual, uh, than the theatrical cut. Like there's blood everywhere. He's beating the shit out of these guys, snapping their arms left and right. Like this is a brutal fucking Batman who gives no fucks, takes nothing. Hey, I'm gonna cripple you if you can walk afterwards. Cool. If not, eh, you know the risk you were taking. <laughs> I'll 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 give the movie credit. The warehouse scene was pretty fun, although the the only thing that I could think in my head while I was doing, while I was watching that scene is that my hands were doing this because I was picturing like if if I was playing like Arkham. You know? Yes. So it's just so so I was watching the scene and I'm like L two square triangle X R one yeah uh oh uh, yeah <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it felt like something out of the Arkham games per, per, one of the probably the coolest fighting scene in the movie I do agree possibly one of the best fight scenes in the superhero movie I'd argue and I'm including like Marvel in this like that. Batman versus uh, an army of thugs and him just crippling them all one by one by one by one, like methodically. Yes, please. Can I have some more helpings of this? I like, uh, uh, I actually like how it ends. Like, like when he goes to the, to the room where the mom is and the guy has like the, the, the fire thingy. And he goes like, uh, I, I will do it. I will do it. And he just goes like, I believe you. <laughs> just like, you know, covers him up with the cape and like lets him, yeah. lets him uh, burn. And then we get like the one funny line from the whole movie, which is when he goes like, "I'm a friend of your son's," and then she, and then the mom just goes like, "Yeah, the cape." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. no, but, uh, there are a few quips throughout this movie. Jeremy Irons that gives a few, totally, and uh, so Superman even gets a few in there as well. You know, yeah. uh, when Lex Luthor's like, you know, uh, who was it? You know. I don't lose. Like, you know, I don't know how to lose whatever in Batman. And Superman's just like, you'll learn. Don't worry. And goes yeah. to, you know, fucking kill Doomsday. And then, so let's talk about Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, um, her score is probably the best of all of them. You go first, yeah. Score? Yes, I agree. Her, where, her was that, where was that score in Wonder Woman 1984? They didn't reuse it. They Yeah, they didn't much. Uh, they use like a bit of a scrambled version when uh, she's wearing the gold near armor. And she yeah. arrives at the base, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Wasn't Junkie DX, is he the one that made it? Or what was his name? I forgot. Junkie XL with Hans Zimmer, yeah. XL, yeah, Junkie XL. Um, fucking amazing, like, a score, like, entrance theme. Mm-hmm. Better than Superman or Batman, so I'll just fucking see it right there. Yeah, the new ones, yeah, <clears throat> at least. Um, there's a... Uh, um... See, I have no trouble believing that Diana existed throughout all these years. I mean, we know now that she did. But I feel like maybe this is a nitpick, but I feel like she and Bruce Wayne crossing paths shouldn't be a new thing. Like, I feel like they're two very important people. I think of, I, I find it kind of odd that this is the first time that they're meeting. Like, even at a party when where she's like coming in and like t- takes his stuff. I feel like 
it's a nitpick definitely it's 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 not even worth mentioning but i feel like for some reason it would have been kind of entertaining if like they bump into each other and i don't know that they'll be like ha we meet again Mm. and because later when when we see him when we see him sending the email and he goes like who are you like where you been why are you why have you been existing this entire time Mm -hmm. and then we get like see like those emails with like all the files of the future justice league members um I like Diana. I like Gagado. I, I think I like her a lot here. We see very little of her, but we don't really need to see a lot of her. Like she just shows up at, at, at the end, and her scenes are pretty cool. Um, the sword that she's using is not the God Killer because that was destroyed in in the first Wonder Woman. So yeah. I don't know what kind of sword is, is the one she's using here. I don't think she's she's not using the armor, obviously, because you know we don't see that until. 84. Um, I think she's used the right amount, and she was definitely a standout. I remember when the movie came. I remember when the movie came out and be, be, being like, "Oh, a lot of things were not good, but like Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman." Yeah. Very excited to see where that where that goes, and we see where it went. The Wonder Woman movie was great. Um, no, I think she's used the right amount in the film. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know how much extra she appears in the extended edition, but I think what how she's used in the film, I think she's used fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man. And I, I, the only thing is, I wish her her use in the movie hadn't been spoiled by the trailers. You know, totally. Um, I wish we you, hadn't known at all. Yeah, I know. I agree. And her or Doomsday. I wish it had just been about Batman versus Superman. I wish that King Kong uh, versus Godzilla. This bitch. We didn't know about the other parts. We hadn't gotten spoiled. And then when we show up, oh fuck, Wonder Woman's here, and it gets real. You know, she saves Superman. When, uh, she saves Batman when he's about to be killed. And then they have the funny line, she with you. I thought she was with you. I thought she like, was All right, fucking let's go. And yeah. they, we, we get the Trinity for the first time on screen in history. We have a live action version of the Trinity mm-hmm. uh, all together. Not Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Nah, motherfuckers. The Trinity of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. You know, the fucking the three pillar stones of DC Comics. Yeah. Um, now, God, if, if I got one criticism of this movie, which might be the first, uh, I wish that includes so many storylines in this movie. I do think Batman vs. Superman would have been enough. Lex Luthor's inclusion would have been enough. Even Diana, to some extent, what if she had been the one to break up their fight and been like, you two are being fucking idiots right now. You know that, right? Like, but the use of Doomsday, I, and I understand it was for a bigger purpose because they need Superman dead for for uh, Justice League to work. I get it. I get it. But I wish they had saved uh, Doomsday for Superman 3. Agree. Like, like that, that, if I got one criticism, it's that. Because I think it was too early to kill Superman. I was attached, but I understand not a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish... Uh... So one of my favorite interactions between uh, the Trinity in like comics and, and the cartoons is... There's this one, there's this one like in exchange of dialogue where it's the three of them talking, and then Diana says, like, uh, we should introduce ourselves like properly and like say our real names. And then she goes, like, I am Diana Prince, uh, aka Wonder Woman. And then Superman is like, I am super, and then it's like I am Clark Kent, and then Batman just goes, I'm Batman. <laughs> Cause like Yeah. And they're all like, holding the last of the truth. Yeah, it's just it's like I'm Batman. Like that's that's it. Like that's because like he is more Batman than Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne is more his alter ego than Batman. So I, I, I kind of would have liked to see something more like that. I do love the issue with you. I thought she was with you. Like, I, I think that that's 
probably the most quotable line from the movie. And their fight is kind of okay. I, I like, the, there's this one moment that I adore. So more where uh, Doomsday kind of like punches Diana and like she goes like far and like gets, you know, like stands up. And there's a moment where like she she gets punched, she falls and then she like stands up and like smiles and then jumps back into fighting. Apparently this was like improv, like like Gaga though just like did that, and then Snyder went up to her and be like, "So you did this thing where like you smile and it was amazing and I loved it." And she's like, "I did that." Didn't yeah. even notice. <laughs> yeah, I love that because that was so in character and so in tune with her. Yeah, and I like how you know Diana is supposed to be like this very energetic, very joyful uh, person. I mean, we see that in in. Uh, and the first Wonder Woman. And I think the fact that we got to meet her there and not only see her as this super serious, shady uh, character, but also like this, like, oh, we're fighting the doomsday, but like, I'm having fun. Yeah. I think brought a lot of, uh, of, of humanizing features to her, probably more than to Clark or Bruce in the entire film. And it's all done without words. So that's why I think that whatever they do with her in the film, I think really works because it's, mm-hmm. it's fo- sorry, it's focused. And uh, I, I like that we also got her introduction and she had to, she had to get like a little bit of fun with it. So I think Diana's great in the film. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that was the first real good fight she had had in like 40 years, you know, since, uh, since she, was she took on Cheetah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she doesn't really have that many sparring partners that can literally toss her around a few miles around. Uh, like Doomsday Cat. Um, no, honestly, I really enjoyed her in the film. I love when she saved uh, Batman. He's like, oh shit, he's about to get killed by Doomsday. And then it just, it breaks off. Um, her interactions were great. I was interested in her. I just wish that uh, one she had been kept more of a secret. But I do think this film helped build up the hype for the Wonder Woman film that came after it. Like, I do think it did. Um, what else? Doomsday, his design. I'm fine with it. He look, he reminds me of the ogres from uh, from the from the first uh, the Hobbit movie. Yeah, uh, I was fine with it. All I wish is that they had just saved him for later. Um, also, Batman didn't have much to do. I wish he had kept his armor. Been like Alfred, get the armor over here now. God damn it, because he was kind of just playing like you know. Duh, like dot like duck and dodge with uh, doomsday until he hit him with that one kryptonite uh gas bomb that he had you know before superman gets him with the spear yeah um let's talk about the ending i don't i, I don't like this ending we, we we we've touched on it before i don't love this ending I, I don't love that superman dies i don't think i don't think the weight of it like matters you know mm-hmm. i don't think I don't think it's... Because you're not attached to him yet. Yeah, I don't know him yet. I feel like I barely got to know him in, 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 in his own film. So if you kill him, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt me in the way that matters, you know? Not like when Tony died. Because you had, like, yeah. what, 11 years to get attached? 11, 12 years? And, you know, I don't even need 11 years. Hell, I don't even need two years, you know? I've seen, I've seen movies where characters die in the same movie, and it hurts way more than this. Because, I don't know saying that you feel bad that superman died just because it's superman and he's dying i don't know it's like it's like a kid applying to a college when all of his previous da- parents generations were were legacy students like 
okay, how much are you actually putting into if it's just like, if, if it's just a character? Like, I need to fall in love with Henry Cavill's Superman. I need to fall in love with this Clark Kent. And I don't think he's given enough to do. And that, that's a criticism that, that I had throughout Man of Steel. And it wasn't developed enough while I was watching this. Maybe it's because I haven't seen the Ultimate Edition. Maybe. But you can't let me... I'm, you, you know I'm not lying when I, say, when, when I say that it's a collective agreement that this seeing him die does not hurt because we know he's going to come back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. So I don't think the weight of the drama is as heavy as Snyder probably thinks he is. Like, again, I, I think he's having, he's having this moment where like he's filming and it's like, oh, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him this time. Everyone's going to feel so sad. And it's like, do we, do we? Well, also, I'm looking at this like it's part of a bigger picture, which I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cut, uh, which is now, oof, my heart's fluttering right now. It's only in a week. It's Snyder Cut's finally going to come out. Uh, man, I remember when it was just internet rumors, like, release the Snyder Cut. And I remember me and Fonda were texting. Yeah. And he says, like, why the fuck are they still campaigning for this shit? They know it's never going to come out, right? And I just remember texting him, you know, I'd like to think that it will. Probably won't. But, I mean, if it did, that'd be cool, too. Like, I'm not yeah. against it. And sure, fuck it enough. Mm. Mm. Week away, man. So I mean, to be fair, it didn't exist. Like it, it, they it forced it to exist. They forced it to exist. I mean, yeah. Um, and the streaming wars were perfectly timed. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Of course, I'm gonna watch it, and I can't wait to sit down and and, and, and talk about it. But I don't know. Um, Snyder announced that his next project is going to be an adaptation of The Fountainhead. And what? The Fountainhead. And it's one of those novels that I fucking despise. So I can just imagine that fucking book in, in, in fucking slow motion. Oh, God. I'm going to. What the hell is it about? I don't even want to get into it, to be honest. It puts me in a horrible mood. Jesus Christ. I'll Google it right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm not even like excited for that, but I don't know. Snyder is one of those directors that I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to watch the Snyder cut. And then if I never watch another movie by you, you know, we had a I'm good done. Run, you, know? <laughs> you know, and you know, props to him. I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but did you saw the video of the stand-up comic with him? No, probably not. So there's there's this video of the of this guy of this guy doing stand up and he's doing that thing where like he starts roasting the people that are in, in the in the audience, mm-hmm. and he goes up to like this one person at the at the front and he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, uh, "My name is Sack." He's like, "Sack, what do you do?" He's like, "I'm a movie director." And he's like, "Bullshit!" <laughs> and it's like it's like it's like bullshit like, like bullshit. I'm a movie director. He's like it's like and then and then Snyder is like it's like how many movie directors do you know who are called Sack? And the stand up is like Sack Snyder. He's like that's me. He's like oh shit, that is you. And then like <laughs> everyone just starts laughing. He just goes like shit. I'm never gonna be Robin now. Damn it. <laughs> and then yeah. So. Snyder definitely has a sense of humor. I'm sure he's like self-aware of that. Um, I'll send you the video if I, if I can please, find it. Please. Um, um, but I don't know. This is just like, I, I've said it before, but this is like when you meet a person and you, you're attracted to them and you want to make a relationship work, but there's no chemistry. Like that's how I feel with, with, with Snyder's work. We just, we don't gel. And mm. it's about time 
that we have the conversation where like after we do the Snyder, the Snyder Cut is going to be like the the attempt to like make the relationship work. So if it doesn't work, at least we can be like, hey, you know what? We tried. We tried. Yeah. So that's how I feel towards Snyder and how I feel about Batman versus Superman. Because, you know, I'm not as attached to these characters to feel, I don't want to say blinded, but, you know, to feel um, like it's too good to fail. So... But at the same time, I don't want to criticize it enough because what's the purpose? You know, I give him prop for trying. But I just don't love these movies, man. I just, and I want to like them, but they just, you just got to accept when you're like, you know what? I did the attempt. I did the attempt more than once. We did it in the FBA. We did it here. The bet, I think the world's bet, the, the hit, the best. Batman vs. Superman movie has not been done yet. And maybe someone had to try it first in order to get a better one. It might be in five years, might be in 10, might be in 15. Maybe we're going to be old as fuck and we're going to reunite in, in, in the theater and we're going to see it and we're going to be like, you know what? This was all nice. worth it. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, hopefully. But if this, if this you think is as good as it gets, props to you, man. Again, I'm, I'll tell you a million times, it's not for me, but I'm so happy it's for you. It's called, you know, I remember the reactions uh, leaving the theater. I remember this is one of the last movies where I sit, where I sat in line to get a good seat. Uh, I remember, remember sitting in line to get a ticket. Dude, I miss that actually. Cause I, I miss interacting with my fellow nerds. Like now it's not just like who gets in there early. I remember when the dark Knight returns, uh, no, when the dark Knight rises came out. Uh, I was in line. I got dropped off right at four o'clock. The showings were going to start at six and they were going to show uh, Batman Begins and then The Dark Knight and then The Dark Knight Rises. Like they were going to like, we we're going to watch all three films in a row. It was like a special limited showing. And I remember I was sitting down and there were like four or five people in front of me and we were all just bullshitting about Batman and comics. Uh, we ordered pizza. We all like pitched in five bucks and we ordered a pizza, ordered pizzas for us and everything. Like, it was awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, I remember being in line for Batman or Superman. As people were leaving the theater, they all just looked like in shock. But they all looked that way. They all looked in shock and just like like they were processing it. And I asked, like, you guys are right? And I was like, don't no spoilers, but y'all okay? And they're like, yeah, just processing. <laughs> they they but the thing is, it wasn't. I'm not talking about one or two people, man. I'm talking about an actual fucking maximum capacity theater, full like to the brim, sold out, and everyone just has the same like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like look on their face. It wasn't disheartening. It was more like, okay, what am I getting into here? Because you just like thermonuclear an entire fucking audience in front of my eyes. I want to see what's about to go down. Um. I mean, yeah, even if people don't like it, um, I feel like it's worth watching just for the story alone. Um, I understand some people don't like it. That's fine. It was an experimental movie. Big fucking experimental comic book film. But, I mean, fair enough. You're entitled to your own opinion. I'm going to rewatch this. I haven't seen Captain Marvel since I saw it that one time in theaters. I'm sure there are some people that have rewatched it a hundred times. Not my movie, but yeah, fucking fair enough. I've rewatched Wonder Woman a hundred times. I'm sure there's some people that hated the first one. Again, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and this, and this is why I tell you that I I, I don't want to criticize it anymore. I'm like, 
you gotta accept when like something is your cup of tea and, and when it isn't and i don't I don't want to represent or, or speak for like a specific group of people who are like, oh, he's ruining the films. He's not ruining the characters. Those characters are going to outlive him and us. Okay. So whatever, whoever's in charge of Batman and Superman decide to do with them next, I'm sure it will be interesting. I, I just hope that it's different enough so that we can explore those new sides of these timeless characters. And I think that this movie tried something to me, it didn't work, but uh, but hey, there's a beauty in the attempt. Mm-hmm. And I, again, props to Snyder for trying. Um, final score, I give it a D, but a D plus, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it, 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 to me, the movie doesn't gel well. It's too long, it's too mushy. It's gray. It doesn't. It doesn't really explore to me why the characters should fight, or at least like, a, or at least a reason that I find compelling enough. I think the performances are kind of strange. I think it shines in very interesting ways, but and like and the. I don't want to say that the best I can say is that it's better than Man of Steel, but I mean it is better than Man of Steel. So I, <laughs> there's yeah. a compliment in there somewhere. There's a compliment in there somewhere, I guess. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Again, I give this movie when I first saw it, I think a 9.9 out of 10. I'll give it an A again. I still really enjoyed it. I found it compelling. I love the characters. These are characters I know from the comics. So I have a lot to draw off of. And I'm like, yeah, no, I could see this happening. I could see this definitely being in the comic. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stick with that. Okay, perfect. And with this, we have officially reviewed um, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. And yeah, I think those are like the big um, the big ones to watch before Snyder Cut. I think uh, this will be very interesting to watch. I think uh, I'm ready. I really want to see what happens. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make a day of it. I'm going to watch four hours of this guy at the height of his powers with all the Warner Brothers money that he can take mm-hmm. and, you know, last uh, last dance with Snyder for me. Um, I want to see what happens, mostly because it's going to be quite an event on itself. But, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a very interesting chat after mm-hmm. we've watched it. Well, also remember, Zack Snyder, he's like getting paid for Justice League. He yeah. said, like, I will take zero money in exchange for 100% creative control. And DC was like, I mean, Warner Brothers was like, yeah, we'll do that. Warner Brothers just just heard like, uh, not, not pay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. We don't care. <laughs> you want to pay you? What do you yeah. want? Yeah. I mean, they probably need all their money to defend J.K. Rowling for all the, all the sues that she's getting. <laughs> oh my God, fucking J.K. Rowling. <sighs> There we go. Just shut the fuck up and like let your let your empire print you money. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. If you're listening to us via podcast, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We're trying to grow this podcast of ours. Um, you can do us a favor, mention it to your friends. That's how I found a lot of my favorite podcasts. If you're listening to us on YouTube, you can follow us on any of our links down below. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to the rollback.net. I've been Chema. No, I've been Eddie. And, and this, this was the rollback. Roll awesome, man. Um, this was interesting. I feel like I feel like the FBI 
episode for Banner Superman was like us when we were like a younger punk rock band, and then now we're like too old folk. Uh, Are we Maroon like, Five selling out now? No, not even, not even close. Never made that comparison again. We're better than that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I compare us to like punks that got old. You know, like like when a, a band, uh, when there's a punk rock band, they're, they're like in their twenties and they're like super young and energetic and they're fight and they're flying off stage. And then when they're in their forties, they're like they get into like blues and like indie rock and then they get like very acoustic. I feel like that's the, that's the direction we're going, and I'm for it because I feel like we're becoming better at that. Um, this was fun, man. 